The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Uh, it's great to have you listening. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. I'm Wayne Shepherd, and Percy, I've got news for you. It's not about you. It's not about me. We're going to learn that lesson today. Yep. News flash. News flash is not about me or you, my friend. <laughs> How are we going to learn that? We're going to learn that from a special guest who will join us. We'll get to know her in just a few moments. But that is our theme. It's not about me. Exactly. And again, when we get into the uh, interview, we'll hear more about an individual Again, very similar to many of the interviews that we've done here who were people who started down a path that the path of being told that they had cancer really shifted their thinking, their focus, and primarily brings them back to a core principle that at the end of the day, there's something for me to do on behalf of others, to be a blessing yeah. and a gift to other people. We will learn today to love on others and make a difference in their lives. Correct. So we're going to have a great example of that coming up. Who is the person you're going to talk to today? Well, this is Jenny Wally. And again, she uh, started out in one regard as a patient, then ended up starting working for the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And uh, I think there's a theme here. We have a couple of interviews that were similar to that, that helps us to understand the power and the magnitude of this organization. I've Obviously, that when individuals are there as a patient, they feel so compelled when they're done that they want to work for the organization. I promise we'll get to your conversation with Jenny here in just a few moments. If you are ministering to a person with cancer, you may have a hard time knowing what to do or finding a starting point. In addition, your ministry may intersect with families and caregivers of a cancer patient, all of whom have varying needs because we're all different, aren't we? Yeah. Well, with that in mind, Percy, you've put together a resource which we are offering free of charge to our listeners right now. It's called Creative Care. Yeah, we have a uh, another freebie. Again, we love giving away free things on this show that will really empower in, and impact people. And this resource is really talking about things like daily life, uh, healthy self-image, uh, words around encouragement, information about financial burdens. Cancer patients experience financial yeah, burdens. Sure do. So we really need to be able to speak to them when they're w working through some of those dynamics. This document is designed to help you be able to speak to and speak around some of those subject matters. Yeah, and it fits right in with our theme. It's not about me. It's about reaching out to other people. It is ultimately at the end of the day. When we learn that principle, then God will trust us with people and he'll allow us to really impact individuals around us. We would love to hear from you, especially as you listen to this podcast and as you subscribe to this podcast. We'd like to know why you listen, where you listen from. You can contact us through the website. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast to receive it automatically, maybe you just happened to find this week's edition. We're here each week with a new version of the program, a new conversation, and you can subscribe and get an email notification when that program is available. Absolutely. Again, it comes right to you. You won't have to look or search for it, and it is accessible to you 20 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Here's the thing I like about it. You can uh, put it on your smartphone, your tablet, take it with you. Maybe you have a long commute in the car. You can play it through your Bluetooth in the car, on the train, take it on trips to the airplane, take it to the gym with you. Listen to the gym. Absolutely. Literally, you can carry this any place that you have a device that you can plug into. And in our day and age, that's everywhere, my yeah. friend. Subscribe to Health, Hope, and Inspiration at that website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And then do us one more favor. 
Go on iTunes in the podcast section, look us up there, Health, Hope, and Inspiration, and leave a review in iTunes of what you enjoy when you listen so that others may be inspired to listen as well. You know, what's interesting about that, Wayne, I do a lot of ordering, as most people do off of Amazon, Uh and occasionally the product, the company that you bought the product from will send you an email and say, listen, will you give us a review for other customers to listen? I I read the reviews of everything you order on Amazon. I want to know what others have experienced from that product. And we want this audience to help us communicate to others who may be listening for the first time and not really sure what they're listening to or why someone may have sent this link to them and give us a review of what impacted you and why this show was important in your life. So if it's important when I buy socks from Amazon to read the reviews, how much more important for you to leave a review on this program? If it's true for a pair of tires, I think it will make a difference (laughs) with regard to our health and our wellness. Absolutely. All that to say, we'd love to have your feedback through an iTunes review of Health hope, and inspiration. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit us at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, get us off on the right foot with some scripture verses here today. Our spiritual nugget for today, my friend, to establish a groundwork for today's conversation is found in 2 Corinthians, the first chapter, verses 3 through 6. And it reads as follows. Praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us all in all all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Verse five, for just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. The point today is the grace by which we receive and the comfort by which we receive from God, we should be compelled to share that with others in their time of need. In other words, it's not about me. It is not (laughs) about me. Percy, in your travels, you visit the various hospitals of the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Recently, you were in Noonan, Georgia. I was. Beautiful facility, our most recent facility, right in the heart of Georgia there. Beautiful campus, beautiful people. Uh, uh, We have a, a wonderful complex there that we're serving uh, patients from the Georgia and the and the southern area. And on this particular day, I had the opportunity to sit down and talk with several patients and caregivers and clinicians. And this is one of the wonderful and delightful interviews with Miss Jenny Wally. Let's listen. Well, with me today is Jenny Wally, who is a current breast cancer patient and also a cancer fighter specialist working at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America at Southeastern Regional Medical Center in Noonan, Georgia. And it is my privilege to have you on our show today. How you doing, dear? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Well, good. It's good that you took time. You were running around and you were busy. So thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Still current breast cancer patient, huh? 
I am. Let's talk about it a little bit. When, where were you, how you felt, what did you do, and what are you doing? Um, I was 40 years old, found a lump on vacation, and that's where my journey started. Um, Went ahead and met with an oncologist and thought, hey, you know, it might be a great thing for me to get a second opinion. Uh, Went and had a second opinion, um, called um, CTCA. Um, It was a God thing. I was at home and never seen a Cancer Treatment Center of America commercial before and actually had my TV, um, the volume wasn't even on. I was reading my Bible and Psalms trying to keep myself encouraged. And a voice, this sounds crazy, but a voice audibly said, I'm giving you the number and you're not even calling. And I thought, I am losing my mind. Mm. And uh, ignored it, said it again, heard a voice again, said, I'm giving you the number, you're not even calling. Went ahead and I um, was like, this is really strange. And I turned towards the TV and I seen a cancer treatment center commercial on. I had the 800 number on there. Hurry up, wrote down that number, grabbed the remote, uh, turned up the volume, but the commercial was already over. So I didn't even hear what CTC was all about. And I thought, God must be leading me to this place. So Mm -hmm. I called and had that initial phone call with the OIS rep and that's where hope began for me. OIS is an oncology information specialist who answers the telephones Correct. for yeah. Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Okay. Yep. They were so knowledgeable. They were telling me all the care that they could provide for me. The integrated care was very important to me. Okay. You know, you go through a lot of emotional, of course, physical issues where you get depressed and you know and that was never dealt with um i kind of just kept it all inside and so she told me that there was a therapist for me and that they had a naturopath for me and a nutritionist and i was just like you're kidding me and then they said hey we could connect you with another breast cancer survivor with the same stage as you Mm. um i have two children they were nine and 19 at the time of diagnosis they handled the the diagnosis totally different, sure. and so I said, "Can I? Can you connect me with a, a mother um, that has breast cancer?" And so she did, and so that was helpful to talk to another mother who was going through breast cancer or been through can- breast cancer, and how she dealt with it with her children. Knowing that I had a therapist that I could talk to too at the at the center that would help me guide me in some of the conversations with my kids. Um, I had one son that handled it really well, which happened to be the youngest one. And the 19-year-old was in denial mm. and um, very angry. And it was really difficult for, for me. And I couldn't understand why do you not love me is what I thought was, you know, he was so angry, but found out through my therapist at yeah. CTCA that that was totally normal. But made that call, got approved, came to the center. It was absolutely amazing. From the moment I walked into the door, I have never seen the most happiest people. They were so kind. Um, You would think you'd walk into a cancer hospital and people would be very depressed. And it was totally the opposite. So you you start your treatment. You did radiation, chemotherapy? I did uh, six rounds of chemotherapy. I did um, had a mastectomy and I did radiation. So you did the full boat of treatment. And you you go through the, the mental, emotional, and physical challenges that go along with that, obviously. And to see you today, you look great and you're doing well. Yes. And so I want to congratulate and salute you in that regard. Then you you transition. There's a transition somewhere that takes place here. And you begin to work for the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Yes. You know, God doesn't usually tell you his plans for your life. But that's when I knew that I went through breast cancer for a reason. CTCA was looking for some land out here. I happened to have been introduced to David Kent, who is our uh, COO here. 
And um, so we had a, a meeting and talked, and they were looking at Noonan, and which is Noonan's in my backyard. I'm 18 minutes from the center. I said, I would love to work for CTCA. And I did start working here um, just a few months after they opened up. Okay. I worked in finance for three years, and then I moved over to our growth department where I facilitate our Cancer Fighter program. And so let's talk about what is Cancer Fighters? What is that? What does Cancer Fighters do? Cancer Fighters is the most amazing program. I look at Cancer Fighters at the heart of the hospital. We are actually located pretty much in the middle of the hospital here. Mm -hmm. We're here for every patient. We want to make sure that they have the connections and the resources that they need when they come here. We want to help them and guide them through their journey. Uh, We want to be supportive to not only the patient, but the caregiver and their their family. We do a lot of activities to keep them busy and their mind off cancer. We do support groups. We do music therapy. um, we do so many things, to, and we, we introduce them to other patients and caregivers. That's one of the things that Cancer Fighters does is we have the Cancer Fighter Care Network member members who reach out and volunteer their time to give back to other patients and caregivers that are newly diagnosed and starting this journey, um, which is that's who I was connected to, another stage 3 breast cancer right. patient. Let's talk about the bridging of your personal experience as a cancer patient and then to begin to become part of this cancer fighter community network. How has being a cancer patient changed you, impacted you, and affected you in a way that it is, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, has it galvanized you to become like this recruiter of others that are supporting and nurturing uh, other cancer patients. Let's talk about the dynamic and the merging of those two worlds together. It has been the most amazing experience. Um, For example, I've learned that it's not all about Jenny. Life is not all about Jenny. Hmm. There's a lot more out there in life and, and there's a purpose for Jenny. And so knowing that I can make a difference with the, of course, with the guidance of God, that I can make a difference in these people that are walking through these doors every day and being able to hug them and to love on them and encourage them because in the long run, they turn around and just love on me. Okay. And so we really, we bless each other. We encourage each other. It is the best support group you could ever have anywhere. We are always there for each other. People are always checking on each other. They're swapping numbers. If somebody gets a bad scan, the first thing they do is run up to me and look for some guidance and some encouragement. They get great news. They run up to me and we and we share the news right. and celebrate with each other. Cancer Fighters obviously is a great program. You oh love gosh. it. Uh, and, and clearly it is something powerful that that works and is effective but everybody doesn't have access to a quote unquote cancer fighter program so what would you say to individuals who are sitting outside of the reach of a program like cancer fighters and how can they support themselves and connect themselves in a way without having access to this specific program because this is germane obviously to cancer patients at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America. But this show is not necessarily for cancer patients at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. This show is to talk to the cancer community at large. Mm -hmm. What are some of the guiding principles that you can share with this audience that cancer fighters espouses that individuals may be able to self-support themselves with? Well, one thing is is that they need to know they're not alone. There's a lot of us out there, a lot. There's a lot of people that are researching and looking for hope. 
and they can find that hope. They are not to give up with that hope. But I'm, you know, I believe in looking at your church um, for guidance and and trying to find a support group. Support groups are it's like you reach out because one of the first things I I did was trying to find someone that has the same type of cancer as me, and that's difficult. You can get online and find people and talk to them, but there's something different about meeting people face to face. The way I look at it, God uses every negative, and he'll turn it around for a positive. And that's the way I look at cancer. So you can sit at home and feel sorry for yourself and woe is me, or you can say, okay, this is the, the, the card I was dealt, and I'm going to take it, and I'm going to go and love on others. I'm going to try and make a difference. I'm going to go and support others. I'm going to find some support for myself. You know, and caregivers sometimes get left out too. And you know, communicating with your loved ones and um, and f- and making a support group. You know, it's amazing what's out there that you can do to help because there's not a lot of cancer support groups out there, and which is very sad because you know cancer is such a huge epidemic in in this country. And so, but you can take that um, this journey and you can do something positive with it. it doesn't mm. it's not all negative. Are there any community organizations and resources that you can mention? Gilda's Club. Oh, um, yeah. Susan G. Komen. There's um, PanCan. There's so many of resources out there. Um, you can call your American Cancer Society. They have a list of them. Mm-hmm. Shoot, they can call me. And I'll oh. help them too, you know. But reach out to your local cancer hospitals and ask them what the resources that they have because they have them. So what's the one big thing you've learned while being a cancer patient while working with the cancer community and with the Cancer Fighter Program? Trust God. In every moment, you may not think that he's there, but I promise you he is. Look at the little angel winks that you will get by whether receiving a card in the mail from a total stranger telling them that they're thinking of you. You know, look at the different people with just a touch from a stranger mm. that I'm thinking of you. I've learned that it doesn't take money to help somebody. It could be just a touch, a dinner. And, you know, those people that are out there that are listening to this and they say, I love to help them. Well, you know what? Saying that you would help them and then doing something is totally different. You don't have to ask somebody to bring somebody a meal. You can just take a meal over there. You don't have to ask if, you know, can I mow your lawn for us? Go mow their lawn. Mm. You know, there's so many people that are out there. They say, well, what can I do for you? Well, that's hard for a cancer patient to say, well, could you come and help me with the kids or just go and do it. I tell patients all the time, you know, don't be prideful. I was very prideful. I didn't want no one to come clean in my house, mm-hmm. but accept that because that's their blessing. They want to help you. But um, all, all of these, the, the family members and friends that say they want to help, help, be there for them. That's the one thing I've learned instead of saying, probably throughout all of this, is I can't tell you how many times I said, well, is there anything you need? Can I bring you something? Mm-hmm. That's kind of an easy way out. Okay. You know, make a difference in their life. It'll make a difference in yours. Mm. You've been listening today to Jenny Wally, who is a current treating breast cancer patient and an employee or stakeholder at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Noonan, Georgia, at Southeastern Regional Medical Center. And she left us with the words of Nike, just do it. Go out and make a difference in someone's life today. Thank you for reminding us that simple can be much. God bless you, my dear. Thank you. 
What a great lady with a giving heart. And we'll talk more about what we learned from Ginny here today in just a moment on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Our theme today with Percy McRae is It's Not About Me. And boy, the personification of that was Ginny, who we heard just a moment ago. Yeah, absolutely. What we really gather from her is loving on others and making a difference in their lives was absolutely demonstrated and articulated in a very profound way. And I thought very interestingly, you know, Wayne, on how she actually became part of this environment as an employee. She started out as a patient. And ironically, by listening to a commercial or seeing a commercial, she she said she didn't really hear the commercial. She saw it and she felt that the Lord spoke to her directly Mm -hmm. about calling the number on the screen. And she did so. And in that, she started down this pathway and this process of being evaluated as a cancer patient. And then from there, working through her process, eventually began working for the organization. It's a great story. It really, it is. really is a great yeah. story. And 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 what I'm what's interesting to me is I'm I'm running into more and more individuals within the organization who actually started out first as patients and then transitioned into being actual employees. That says a lot about the organization, doesn't it? I think what it says at the end of the day is my mom used to tell me the proof is in the eating of the pudding. <laughs> Not in the pudding. Yeah, right. Got to eat it first. <laughs> so once and you know and the scripture says, "Oh taste and see, see that the Lord is good." And so we have individuals who by their admission have tasted, they have seen and then wanted to become part of, if you will, the process. And that certainly is true with regard to Jenny's story. But the other thing that was really interesting for me was that when she articulated that the fact that she had to communicate to her two sons that she had cancer and the difference of the reaction of her two boys, one responded very differently than the other. And it reminds me of another show that we've done that people can archive and look up of a a child care specialist uh, who was sharing with us understanding the different dynamics and age groups of responses of children whose parents have cancer, that we should be very careful to understand that our children may react very differently or children in general may react very differently depending on their age, depending on their personality, and not to overreact when their reaction is not what we think we it should be or we would like it to be. I'm glad you mentioned that because we may have some new listeners who don't uh, understand that the archive of all of our past programs is there on the website as well for easy listening. Yeah, again, we wanted to create a, an archive and a reservoir where you can go back and you can listen to every episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration going back to the very beginning and inception of our shows. And you can listen, download, and share any of those shows at your leisure at any time that you choose to well, do Well, so. as long as we're talking about this program, what convinces you that uh, the job's getting done here through this program? Well, a couple of things that, you know, we certainly want to be mindful of. Uh, I had a great leader and mentor who once told me, you cannot manage what you cannot measure. And so some measurements that we utilize to, to give us a sense of what 
how how effective the program is is number one, we're now well over a hundred thousand subscribers for the show, and that's very encouraging because as we move forward, you know, we want to we want to embrace and get people to listen to yeah. this program. Well, our theme comes into play as I hear you talk about that. It's not about us. It's not about us. Uh, our motivation here is to inspire and help this community around a very difficult conversation. So that's one thing that encourages us. We have the ability also to get a sense of what particular free uh, the free resources that we have of numbers of people that download that. And we have some very encouraging numbers that suggest to us that a lot of the down, the free resources that we have, people are really utilizing and benefiting from that. So we put that information out there for the benefit and it's all free and people download that and they share it with family and friends. And that gives us an indication of the effectiveness of our program mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing that just recently was brought to my attention, and I don't have the specific data, but we we are in, in the upper percentile, if you will, of downloads and listening of podcasts that people are tuning into because podcasts have become a very popular yeah. medium we're in the very marketplace. Very much growing, yeah. And so we're growing and we're developing an audience that are sharing with others that gives us a strong sense, Wayne, that you and I and, and all of the folks behind the scenes that support this program, and we thank Cancer Treatment Centers of America who created and sponsored the show and produces the show that we have something that really is of value to people that they're benefiting from. Amen. I agree with everything you've said, and it's a privilege to uh, bring this podcast to our listeners. So thanks for listening, and make sure you are subscribing to automatically receive this program on your computer or smartphone device. Just go to healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on subscribe there. And while you're there, why don't you download this creative care resource that we're offering this week? It gives you a starting point if you want to reach out to someone who's on a cancer journey. Sometimes you just don't know what to do or where to begin, this can give you some great ideas. Creative care available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, earlier you you read some scripture verses from, I believe, 2 Corinthians? Yes, sir. We're going to close exactly with that scripture and that spiritual nugget for today. Get your pen, write it down, don't forget it. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. Praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why should we praise him? Because he's the Father of compassion, and he is the God of all comfort. Notice the scripture didn't say some comfort or a little comfort or only comfort on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. But he is the God of all comfort who comforts us in how many of our troubles? All of our troubles, Wayne. So that why does God comfort us in all of our situations? Catch this. It says, so that we then can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as we share abundantly in the sufferings of Christ, so also our comfort abounds through Christ. And so the point to be made is freely have we received and therefore freely do we now give. We can be channels of God's comfort in someone else's life today. As a matter of fact, is one of the purposes of why we were created by God to be a conduit of his love, his mercy, and his grace. Today, we charge our listening audience to go and be the difference in the life of someone else, channeling the love, the hope, and the faith, and the comfort of God through you. There's the challenge we leave with you. Reverend Percy McCray, our host on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy, God bless you. Blessings, peace, and love. Until the next time, keep chopping the wood. (laughs) This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration.
Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.